You are now listening to the Young Moguls brand. The Young Moguls. Young Moguls brand. Youngmogulsbrand.com. Thank you again for joining us for the episode number three of the Young Moguls Podcast. This is Brandon Iverson. What's up, everybody? This is Jordan Williams. And we want to thank you again for tuning in for the podcast. If you haven't checked out episode number two, it was a great episode that we had yes, sir. Uh, about the love and hate relationship with social media. We had some great special guests, including Maverick Marketing Agency and DJ Mide, all high schoolers and college students who are doing great things. We talked about uh, the positives and negatives of social media, um, you know, the pros and cons, self-awareness, personal branding, and a lot of different quotables and things you can take <laughs> from it. So make sure you check that out. Uh, and make sure that you leave a rating, a review, and a subscription. We're trying to be the number one podcast on Apple Music for entrepreneurship, and it starts with you guys. So make sure. sure that you guys continue to leave a review, a rating, and a subscription. It only takes a few seconds. And we're not going to waste any time. We have a really special guest with us for, for today. A little bit different in terms of the different topics that we've been doing today, but everyone likes music. And we have a really special artist. At yeah, let's hop right into it. So we got a special guest today. We got Datrius with us. So I'm going to let him do all the intro. So Datrius, <laughs> tell us about your career, everything, what you do, and uh, who Datrius really is. For sure. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Datrius, uh, Datrius Craig. That's uh, my real name. Yep. Uh, no rapper name. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. Uh, man, it's, it's been a long, long journey. For sure. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Definitely more than 10,000 hours. Yeah. Uh, started doing music, man, pretty much like five years old. Oh, so kind of like uh, uh, kind of like the typical uh, starting story, man. It's probably started like with a Michael Jackson video right, tape. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm seeing that. And then, uh, you know, going to like Bow Wow concerts and uh, things of that nature. So pretty much started from there, man. Like, man, I, I want to do this. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and taking it on from there. So, you know, I bought a, uh, well, my mom, she bought a, a karaoke machine for me. So then uh, I learned about, uh, what was it, the cassette tapes. Oh, <laughs> some real stuff, right? right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to, um, I used to go, like, the Target, and um, we had a store on the south side called the Media Play. And uh, Media Play would sell instrumentals. So I'd pop it in, okay. like, on my CD player and, like, turn the speakers up real loud, you know what I'm saying, and uh, pretty much just rap over the instrumentals. Yeah. Um, and then record myself on the on the cassette tapes, man. And then wow. from there, uh, I used to just sell them around the elementary school, you know what I'm saying, and things of that nature. So uh, once I started doing that, I learned how like it was a little of a hustle, you <laughs> right, know what I'm right. saying. So like you know we ain't have much money or nothing <laughs> like that, but I charge like two dollars to make a uh, mix mix CDs. Yeah, mix CDs. And okay. so um, <laughs> I grew up kind of you know what I'm saying unconventional, so uh, I used to. <laughs> I used to sell like uh, the explicit versions, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to all the kids in the school, and so I got in trouble for that, man. But um, yeah, you know what I'm saying, it was all I'm good. I'm sure the parents you know? love hearing that back at home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would just burn everything that we'd be listening to in the house. So like, yeah. I had a lot of older cousins. Yeah, and um, which is I guess make a lot of sense, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, um, you know what I'm saying, my ear for for whatever I was listening to at the time, you know what I'm saying. So basically, it was like. Uh, psh- like the Hot Boys, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Lil Wayne, um, what was, what was going on? Uh, Ti, right, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right. um, of course, like I said, Bow Wow, all that stuff, B2K, okay. um, stuff that I was just kind of growing up on. Yeah, man. And then from there, man, um, Mom's kind of got me in the studio, and uh, man, from there, 
it's been like a non-stop journey yeah. man. so probably like from the age of 10 to now yeah I'm really glad hearing crazy. that because I think yeah. a lot of times especially in music people think that you know they just hop in and they expect a year or two years later to be you know be big, right? blowing up yeah. but I mean seeing you and hearing your story you know validates what's really the case is that this is something that takes years in advance I know me and Brandon can relate because we've been you know hearing your story it was sort of similar to us when we were in elementary school and we right. used to sell newspapers make up newspapers and sell them again in high school, to school. Yeah, yeah. so i really respect the hustle and the journey because i think a lot of people need to see and hear that so i'm looking forward to this podcast yeah. but i really want to hear you talk about more sort of the mission and and what you're really trying to promote through the music okay for sure um man just inspiration you right. know what i'm saying um like Obviously, at 10, I knew it was something special. Like, I, I guess I knew. I don't even know, man. Maybe hindsight 2020. Right. Um, but I, I don't think I started with no mission except just kind of being myself. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and and meaning from that. Like, like early on, man, like, I was on panels 10, 11 years old doing, like, 100 million, um, 100 black, you know what I mean, millionaires, like, uh, 100 black men, I'm sorry, right, you right. know, um, panels and stuff at like yeah. 10, 11. So I'm sitting on the <laughs> on the panel with like Damon John from oh, FUBU, oh, wow, uh, AJ, you know what I'm saying, from uh, AJ 106 and Park, yeah, right, right, and right. then a list of other people I don't even really remember, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Not really even understanding who they was at that time, but just kind of there, right, you know right. what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm talking to like kids in the audience <laughs> that I'm old, that I'm younger than, right. you know what I'm saying? Like they, I'm 10, 11, they like 15, 14, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And, um, I'm speaking of, about a lot of things that I guess was like wise beyond my years, but um, to be honest, man, at, at that point I probably thought it was like a curse because I, I kind of thought I was like strange, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then like I guess you know a lot of people my age really went on what I was on, so it just from that man, um, I guess that's where the mission came from. So it's always been about like inspiration yeah. and trying to um, inspire something, you know what I mean, different so, and new. So. Yeah. I guess that's what that's what it is now. You right, know what I'm right. Saying? I actually had another question. You know, obviously people have a preconceptive notion of Atlanta. You know, trapped and turn up mm-hmm. music, For and sure. uh, even with your demo tape, you can talk about that. The Ebro demo tape that you sent to Ebro when For sure. when Ebro talked about you know uh, Atlanta needs to set their bars up, right? Word. Um, so how do you kind of carve your own lane with you know obviously you have lyrical abilities compared to you know you know all these new artists who are mainly just there for, you know, hits and turn up music because a lot of people, when they think of Atlanta, think of turn up music, but right. you're trying to carve your own lane. So how do you kind of separate yourself? Most definitely. Um, man, like I said, uh, so the funny part about that Ebro demo, man, I was, I was thinking about that on the way up here, yeah. um, is like the story with that even started way before, right? Because like, you know, with the new trap sound that Atlanta got, and um, obviously the name Trap being prevalent since the out since Outkast with the '90s, you know what I'm saying? Since they mentioned it on their album. Right. But what's funny was when I first started rapping, um, that genre didn't really exist. It was just like crunk music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ti was just coming in. But the funny thing is, is um, I don't want to say like Tip was like uh, competition or nothing, but me and him was probably in and out of the same buildings yeah. at the same time <laughs> trying to get a record deal. That's so crazy. I never really looked <laughs> crazy. at it like. You know what I'm saying? I want to do exactly what he doing. Like I was inspired by it because obviously he was older. You know what I mean? A lot more cooler and fresher than I was at exactly. that time. Um, but I was always kind of looking for like what's going to be my thing. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? So when that lane started carving out, um, man, I, I dropped out of school. I went to uh, graduated uh, high school. I went to Morehouse for like a semester. Okay. okay. And um, I dropped out of school. And uh, that's when I really started 
to put my time into like my craft craft mm-hmm. like really really writing every day all day right. you know what i'm saying trying to um i probably heard like uh man like probably kendrick lamar had came out um with like section 80 or something section like that 80, yeah, yeah. and then from that point it was like i want to beat him you know what i'm saying like so i was like competitive mode you know what i mean just right. writing or whatever and um so what happened was that became like the new fresh thing for me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I heard all that stuff growing up with my older cousins and things of that nature, but I didn't really understand yeah. what they was talking about at those times. You know what I mean? Like the Jay-Z's and like the Wayne, like the different intricacies of like the verses and right. stuff like that. So with the Ebro demo, when he um, when he had said that, I just wanted to kind of make a statement that, yeah, I can do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't forget, like, we nice over yeah, here that's with a, this that's rapping. A, that's a you know direct challenge. Right? For real, because, yeah. I mean, you got Andre 3000, exactly. Outkast, you got Goody Mob, you got Tip, you got Jeezy, exactly. you got all these MCs right. who, man, like, bro, it's just, Atlanta's a place where it's a lot of sauce. Right, You right. know what I'm saying? That's so, true. And people, you know people, I mean? people, like, lose the fact of the real hip hop that honestly did start here for sure and things like that so you're right I feel that 100% for sure Uh, we also want to highlight the importance of mentorship in in your career Uh, you know me and Jordan we've talked a lot about mentorship and business and how you know having someone who's already been there and done that kind of mentor you and kind of uh, help you pave your path to success. So um, you've been actually mentored by Gucci Mane, Nicki Minaj, and Waka Flocka. So how did those relationships really develop? Yeah, for sure. Uh, man, so uh, really, man, <laughs> being on the scene, um, like I said, starting out young, man. Uh, so I was uh, the Luda kid, you know what I mean? Okay. So uh, Ludacris, you know, was super popping back mm-hmm. then. Um, and he had this big foundation um, called the the Luda Foundation. And I get you know I think it's still going on now. Okay. Um, but back then it was real prevalent in the city. So uh, coming up, he would take me and I would like tour with him. You know okay. what I mean? To every uh, every foundation event, perform and things of that oh, nature. Wow. So it really helped develop a relationship yeah. between us. Um, from there, uh, got involved with um, you know with with Deborah Antney. Um, with Miss Deb and uh, she, uh, you know, ended up managing, you know, Gucci Man and things of that nature. And my my mom had a lot to do with the, you know, what I mean, like the start of that situation. So obviously, I said like my mom had a lot to do with me mm-hmm. starting the music, and not from like no past uh, music experience and nothing like that. But she just always been like smart, you know, what I mean, yeah, when yeah. it come to business and just a hustler for real. And uh, so she just kind of took that on full full nature. And um, that's how I kind of started developing that relationship, you know what I mean, with them. Um, obviously, on the south side with Walker. Um, and then Nikki came into the fold, you know what I mean, a right. little later on okay. um, after that. But, yeah, it was cool, man. Um, you know, being in the studio all the time, seeing Gucci work super hard, uh, knock out a lot of songs every day. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Seeing Nikki kind of, like, take advantage of the studio time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whenever Gucci really went in there, she was like... And then, obviously, you know, I was younger, so I was held back from a lot of, like, right. you know what I mean, what was going on, which is a right. good thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's another thing, man, I think is a blessing with me uh, is I done done all these things, right, and been around all these different environments, and it really can go on for days, but I done been able to keep my sanity, right. you know what I'm saying, and really keep, like, because truth be told, man, you look at, like, a lot of youngsters um, that then came and kind of went in and out the game, they all kind of got... Certain like little issues, you know what I'm saying? That's true. And, um, yeah. you know, Especially I, in this industry, you did, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and I deal with different doubts and things right. of that nature that I just have to kind of learn how to, you know, jump over. Um, but I've been able to like really keep a level head because you know, I ain't been there there yet, right. you know what I'm right. saying? So it's kind of always been a level ground, but being able to kind of 
look and see like what's across the ocean, mm. but still yeah. right. be across from the ocean. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's been like a weird journey, man, for me. So I'm excited to see how the story, you know what I mean, really unfold. Right, right. And I think something that sort of relates to that was what we were talking about on the last podcast where mm-hmm. we sort of said that it's just about knowing the process and trusting where you are in the process too. And I think it's important what you said, being able to see the end goal, but yet you know still be able to maintain on the course that you are now. And I think that's something a lot of, especially young people struggle with now is trusting that process and staying focused on it throughout. I also wanted you to highlight sort of how you see music business changing, especially in today's society and today's industry. How do you feel about, you know, the trend of a lot of people wanting to be independent artists now and with the new streaming services, things like that? How do you see it changing from your perspective? For sure. Um, man, it done changed like three times since I first started right. out. So uh like right now, um it's really like the aftermath, man, of what began like with Soldier Boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like all these kids that were growing up, excuse me, um, kind of watching that develop are now at a chance where they can physically, like, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, y'all yeah. was probably, y'all like a couple years younger than me, so y'all right. was really right there, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's like, now y'all are seeing it for what it really is, and now you're being able to really exploit all those different options. Yeah, that's You know really what I'm true. saying? And I think from that, man, um, I think it's, it's good and bad from it, you know what I'm saying? I think it's good because you can't be held back mm-hmm, from what right. you want to do now. You know what I mean? And it, like, it used to be this long, thought-out, drawn-out process that you had to do before you even get in the industry. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, But but now it's more so, you know, uh, it, it's a learning curve once you do get in. But, man, you can handle everything like y'all doing, right, you know right, what I mean, right. from, from so y'all laptop, which is, like, truly inspirational. Thank you know you, what I'm saying? Because it has you. no age limit. Like, like, if I was 10 back then doing what I was doing yeah. right now, I, I would have had... Millions of fans on YouTube yeah. and being able to really cultivate a following. Like, wow. it was no MySpace when I started. You know <laughs> wow. what I'm saying? Like, at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. There wasn't no such thing. Like, I probably had uh, a Nextel phone. You know what I mean? Running around, <laughs> like, playing snake games. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? I sound old, but I was super young. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for real. You know what I mean? Having to really, like, ha- handle phone conversation from there. So, like, now it's, man, it's more of an independence. Can't nobody hold you back. You can see everything, too. Like, bro, I was tripping. So, uh, I was watching Richard Branson interviews, right. like, for the last three days, right? And um, I, it, it prompted me to start looking at the date for when they was posted. Because what, what hit me was, I'm like, what if I saw this when I was, like, 15, 16? Like, mm. what type of mind would I have, this like, This is a whole now? different spectrum. It'd be a whole different spectrum. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I was glad to see that it just got posted last year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm just tripping because I'm like, man, if I would have had access right, to all right, that, right. man, I'd probably be five steps ahead right. of where I'm at now. So, man, people that's young, they got the ability to just surf the web and learn from all these For different real. people. For real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, think, I think it even goes beyond, in my perspective, I see it as whatever, these days, whatever kids want to do, there's nothing that's stopping them from doing it For because... Sure. Technology, yeah, everything's just at your fingertips. You can, you know, build a following just from your cell phone if you really wanted to. And I think that's what me and Brandon really realized at a young age was that we used to, with technology and with computers and with, like, connection with people in Atlanta, we felt like there was nothing that could keep us from being successful if we really wanted it bad enough. I just think you have to know how to utilize these tools that a lot of people take for granted, especially in today's society. Most definitely, for sure. 
Um, I also want to congratulate you on your uh, on your record show out that amassed uh, a million streams, right? That's so, huge. So That's yeah, huge. I just listened to that last night. It's a great record. Appreciate it. Um, so can you kind of talk about how that happened and also kind of talk about how does you know the how does streaming work in terms of um, how it's compared to before when all your music was on iTunes and people were paying and now you know I can just listen to a song anytime if I have a streaming service so that's big now with Apple Music Spotify yeah 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 yeah. I mean definitely back to your you know that original question which actually that that ties all in man so um, you know the, the, the show out record man like we really locked and loaded, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for real, for real. Like, I got a couple of them, you know what I'm saying? And um, But it, it's been interesting because I had to kind of even watch that unfold and, and kind of mm. teach and learn myself. So the, uh, the, the interesting thing about it is I'm able to be uh, a businessman, right, you know what I mean? Right. And really be an entrepreneur, really be a CEO. Like, everybody that I got around me from my from my mentors that, you know what I mean, like, really helped me see it clear, you know what I'm saying, right, yeah. for, for years to come. And then even my, my boys who, like, like my boy Devante, Say, uh-huh. Like we call him Sega, like he in charge of the film. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a other partner that like helped me. You know what I mean? Pretty much brand manage. Right. You oh, know what awesome. I mean? Like yeah. we we got producers, we got you know what I mean songwriters on the team, like uh, engineer. You know what I mean? So like everybody young too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So from that, it's like we got to teach ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So we we learn as we go. And so like with the record show out, uh, it was a record man that I did. Uh, I did the week of, um, man, what was going on? Uh, the situation happened in Louisiana. Police yeah, brutality yeah, that was yeah, going yeah. on, man. I, I really... I think so. Philando? It was around yeah, that time. Yeah. Philando was the Minnesota case. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. It was the, the case right before that. Okay, um, yeah. But anyway, that was like two-week span, which is crazy <laughs> right, that right. all that happened. But I was kind of in a um, in a bad mood. You know what I'm saying? I was working with the NAACP during the time, so I was really like close to a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff that was going on. And... Um, my mom's was was actually working, you know what I'm saying, with the NAACP, and I was kind of watching her really uh, strive hard, you know what I'm saying, in her position, really get there, um, you know, was obviously, you know, going in and out of struggles or whatever, so uh, that record, man, came about for me feeling that way about women, just mm-hmm. like the power that women hold and how they really can be inspirational just watching True. them, you know what I'm saying, and so Show Out came out, you know what I'm saying, from that. And, uh, man, developed the campaign, you know what I mean? Really got a chance to really think about the marketing behind it. And uh, we, we, we put it out, man. We put it out to the streams. The first single I ever really released. Uh, um, hit the playlist, um, you know, most most necessary most playlist. Uh, and did, you know, did pretty well, man. It's still doing well. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, uh, streaming really give you the opportunity as an independent artist to uh to really get your stuff out there to like the masses. Mm. And if your stuff good enough, if it's real quality, then like like that song was placed between like uh uh a Mene record, which was the uh, yeah, yeah. uh Caroline, Caroline yeah, record yeah. and um there's a couple other oh, records wow. popping at oh, the time. Awesome. Little yeah, Uzi yeah. records yeah. and things of that nature. So it really helped me put put myself on a platform amongst all these people who right, was popping right. and like I said, if your stuff good enough and it's quality, it's gonna ring it's, it's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um so uh, you know, but I ain't gonna lie. Like it was, it was a pitfall. Just understanding that you gotta be, you gotta have everything really ready to go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and honestly, that was like the first time I ever did a record and kind of like put it out within a week. Oh, you wow. know what I'm saying? Okay. So <laughs> the preparation really came super fast. Right, right. But I wish I was a little bit, um, you know, more prepared for the things that followed. You know, afterwards. So a lot of my fan base that hit me up, they like, damn, when the new music coming? Yeah, like yeah. yada yada split. Right, but right, right. um, you know, obviously with, with like with with the way that like we trained as youngins is like music, 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 mm-hmm. music, music, music. I don't want to be that type of artist. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? I want to be the type of artist that, number one, I dictate what I want to put out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Number two, um, I dictate how you want to get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? How you going to get it out the way I want to package it because I'm truly into how it look, the mm-hmm. packaging, the way it's rolled out. I'm sitting there at my laptop with my team drawing out all these plans. Right. Like, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, obviously, I got people that handle, like, things and manage things and, and areas for me, man, but right. I got to be there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm super hands-on with everything. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So, from that, um, you know, uh, I wasn't really just trying to drop the next song on my laptop. Like, it had to be better than that record. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. had to make sense. You know what I mean? Even along with the narrative. So, now we... We at that place now, man, where, uh, you know I mean? We're pretty strapped and, and ready to go. I've been super busy shooting, uh, you know, videos and photos yep. and, and things of that nature. Kind of just uh, rebranding and, like, packaging my brand together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we about to, you know what I'm saying? Hit the, hit the, hit Got the some fire coming. Yeah, Got some yeah, fire yeah, coming. So. I actually had a quick question before we keep on going. Um, I actually recently saw an interview with Chance the Rapper um, with Complex a while ago. He was talking about how he felt it was almost unfair with, you know, these streaming services and, how I think it was like 1,500 streams um, is a certain amount of money, or you know you don't make as much money now with streaming as you did back then, mm-hmm. and how he was talking about the importance of a brand is bigger now because he makes most of his money True. off of merch and touring, things like that. So can you talk to people about how, you know obviously your music has to be quality, but how building a, a brand is, is a lot more important? Yeah, most definitely. It's definitely more, more key than anything now, man. Like uh, a lot of people, they send me the, uh, send me that music, right? Okay. And um, a lot of people, they send me that music like, yo, check this out. Um, and, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it good. You know, some of it can use some, some work. You know what I'm saying? I got little cousins in them. I got partners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They always send me stuff and I always tell them like, bro, music is 50% of the work. Mm-hmm. You know True. what I'm saying? Like True. it's it's 50 but for some people it's really 20% of yeah. the work. And it's and it's the other 80 branding mm. and marketing. marketing. You know what I'm saying? That's especially because true now too. Yeah. We we buying into how it look. Right. We buying right. into how it's sold to us. Like commercialism is at an all-time high. Right. Consumerism is there as well, right? So it it got to be bigger than just this song. It got to be bigger than just I want to rap. I want to rap to somebody about rapping. Right. We can't so we're not in a position to tell you how dope my raps are. Right, right. Like I don't care. I'm living <laughs> a life. Like I got Twitter. I got yeah. Instagram. Like for one, my attention span is super short. A lot shorter. You're scrolling, right? So I don't really care to hear you talk about you wanting to be a rapper. Like, you know what I mean? Like and when it's it's five other us, or maybe I want to be a, a lyricist too. So really how can we tell a story that um that's that's uh that's compelling, number one, mm-hmm. and then how can we put that in, into a brand, right? So you have to think about everything down to, like, your name and, and, and things of that nature. Like, uh, I just, you know, I started a, a brand, um, you know, w- with my homie called More Wins. Okay. And what that is, it just kind of, it was really something that we were saying around around the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. just kind of motivating yeah. ourselves, like, you know what I mean, More Wins. Every time something happened. It would be like a more wins, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and um, like you know, that. I've been blessed to have, like, real cool partners who are doing some cool stuff. So I got a homie in law school. Uh, you know what I mean? I got one more on the way to law school. Um, awesome. You know, I'm doing the music. Uh, you know, Sega's on the film. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, all of us, is just like y'all, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, right. we all doing something, right? So it was like, how can we take this and kind of start a movement of, Pretty much, we doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can we do that and really grow that further? Because Mm -hmm. it's one thing to, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, we lit. You know what I mean? We like to go to the club. We like to do little things. You know what I'm saying? And and cool it. But 
how can we really motivate ourselves to put ourselves in, into the position to where, you know, we like, we the future leaders. Exactly. Because that's what's going to happen, exactly. right? Like in, in 15, 20 years, we're going to be looking across the table and we got little homies right, running right. around or whatever. Right, but right. we're going to really be in those positions. So we got to develop that fraternity now. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's what I really want my brain to speak true to. I love that. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like young young CEOs, young entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I myself. Like and uh, but but man, any listener, hone in on the ten thousand hours of doing your craft. But put that same, put that same ten thousand hours worth of thinking into mm-hmm. into how you wanna, you know, what I mean, sell it if you care about right making money from it. So, I ahead. think I I just see so many areas where our brands link together because you know in the same way that you're talking about how your brand is for empowering others. I think that's the whole reason why we started Young Moguls because we saw that. A lot of times in, in school systems and things like that, entrepreneurship and that whole just business mindset isn't really promoted. They promote you to, you know, go through school, get a nine to five and sort of go through that track. But we always wanted, you know, teens to know that it's possible for them to chase whatever they're really passionate about and sort of be their own boss like you're doing in music. And I think that's that's really powerful because a lot of kids don't see that opportunity. But if they if they did, they'd be able to take control of you know, a lot of the opportunities in life from a really young age. So I think that we're definitely on the same page with the brand-wise and everything like that. And what I sort of want to hear you talk more about is with branding, how do you promote the brand to your fans? And how do you develop that relationship with your fans to sort of uh, show them what's coming and stay in contact with them, whether it's social media, whether it's at shows, things like that? What's the relationship like? There? For sure. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, man, we're really in an interesting time. Um and it's really some answers that I don't even have yet, mm. right? Yeah. Um. It, it's really, it's really whatever gonna work for you. Like right. I said, everything is 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 moving so fast. By the time I'm really able to tell somebody what to do, or even read a story about what to do, it's already Something on to is. the next, right? right. So we kind of got to be hybrids, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And which is everything now, because creativity is even starting to get mm-hmm. low. You know what True. I mean? Because everything is like. Taking is becoming a gumbo. Right. Everything is mixed. Yeah. Nobody has a genre. Nobody. Right. Yeah. No more. Don't nobody want to have a a, a a agenda no more. Don't <laughs> nobody. You know what I mean? Like it's right. a lot of things, which is cool, but it's all becoming a a hybrid, right? right? You right. know what I'm saying? So, um, you we really got to take all those strategies, right? All those branding techniques. Um, like I'm super heavy on documentaries, super heavy on podcasts, right? right? right, right. So. I just try to study, man, a lot and, and put it all together and then try to figure out and connect the dots about what's about to be next. Like, what's the holes? And then right, see right. if we can be right in, in, in the door with mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? And, and kind of pioneer that movement. So, yeah, to be honest, man, I really don't I really don't have that answer, man. It's um, it's it's, it's funny because right now you either blowing up overnight, like literally, or yeah, it's yeah. taking yeah. you a minute to really develop and hone your brand. What I can say is... Is um the type of relationship that I want to have with my with my support system, is um, is one that that don't pigeonhole me to mm-hmm. anything. You know, I, I would really like them to uh to to know me for who I am, right. or at least for what I aspire to be, and right. maybe we can aspire together. You know what I mean? True. Um, I think you know I don't know if y'all heard the new Hove album, the four 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 album. Yeah, of course. So um the thing that's interesting about that album is. Hove in his forties, right? I look at Hove, like Hove, my favorite rapper of all time, favorite probably influential yeah. person of all time right yeah, yeah. so um what's funny about that album is people that is his age right they had reasonable doubt which was his first right. album those same people are saying this is their favorite album <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it makes sense because 
this is like their first album all over all again because they got kids now. They got a wife now that they going through situations yeah. with, right? They they done um, embarked on businesses or tried and failed. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like a resurgence it's of everything, circle, yeah. right? And so um, I, I would like my story, man, to have some type of you know um, semblance of, of of that, man. So to speak about like just the fan engagement and the shows and things of that mm-hmm. nature. I think we just gotta kind of be transparent mm-hmm. and be honest, and um, and, and that's that's through the the medium of the creativity and through the medium of how you did it and, and what you did. You know right. what I mean? Like try to, I just try to like put on put people on to everything that I'm doing. Like me and um, me and my partners, like we gotta we gotta man, like we got a book group. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like we share that's books. Important. That's, that's important for real. You know no one's reading anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's that's really important, especially this summer. I think that's been good because it's just I feel like I feel like individuals' mindset totally shifts when they start reading more and just putting that type of content in. Because now we live in a technology society where everything's you know, right yeah, watching so. videos or yeah, just yeah. listening to music. But there's still power in books that Thanks. you can't really get from from other things so i'm glad you said that Facts. i mean you gotta get it how you live but I, man with me i won't even download an ebook yeah, like, yeah. i need the physical pages i like it too yeah, yeah. i gotta have it because number one is motivational mm-hmm. like every day you turning this page you getting closer and closer right. to the end goal so it's kind of it's teaching you two things number one the, the words is transformative right right like literally you could Man, it's something about reading those pages, and you you feel yourself changing or growing through through reading it. Exactly. And then number two, you ex, you actually get to physically watch yourself move from step one to step one hundred. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Which right. is like super dope. So yeah, man, like we 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 shadows. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel you. yeah, all that. No, that's something I <laughs> that's think important. people should do more. Exactly. Honestly, I think the power, like one of the most powerful things you said was. That right now it's real it's real important to know how to adapt. Yeah. Especially I think that's really key even for business or for whatever in life because and now in a society where technology is so prominent and things are changing every day, there's a new business every day, there's a new artist, new trend every day. You gotta know how to stay true to yourself, yes, but adapt to, you know, what people way the way people are consuming information or the yeah. new trends and things like that. So that's that's something I think. You know what's about. interesting? So like I don't know who somebody need to write an article about this, but you know technology advances every year, right? right? right. So from the seventies when computers was first introduced, right, to now everything has been going super fast. Right. But people, what people like, gotta realize is there's been one thing that technology that we have given back to technology and told them we really don't want it no more, and that's like music videos. Wow. Like that's like the first thing that that people have said. Now we don't even want this no more. Like we good. You yeah. can have it back. Yeah. Like we'll just take the song. Like yeah, cause yeah. it it's funny cause like my mom done grew up, my pops done grew up. Same way I'm sure y'all did. Like I always hear about the Billy Jean stories, yeah, like being yeah. the first video on the TV, right? So yeah. everybody was rushing in wow. watching that and that was like amazing. But like, you know, then we went through like the one oh six age and the TRL right. age and MTV Jam. Now it's no video shows. That's crazy. And everything right. is like on your phone. And even with YouTube, it's millions of videos I ain't even seen yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every like day. so we done literally giving it back. Like, you know what, we don't even want that no more. Wow. We want a right. more personal re- like interaction with right, the, with right, the right. celebrity. You know right. what I'm saying? So we about to do some real interesting things with the visuals, man. Okay. I can't really speak on what it is. Uh, <laughs> don't give away too much. Yeah, don't if, give I give too it, much. if I give it, it's gonna be gone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, yeah, we about yeah. to do some fun <laughs> stuff, man, with the visuals. So I'm excited about that uh, that, that whole strategy. Okay, yeah, don't, that's don't. awesome, man. I agree with everything you said. Uh, we also want to talk a little bit more about your accomplishments. Uh, you actually landed 
a spot on the critically acclaimed HBO show Insecure uh, with that's your song. Huge. Yeah, it's really huge uh, with Miss Me at all. So sure. um, congratulations on yeah, that. Appreciate it. And can you kind of tell the listeners about how that came to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, um, those playlists for real. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I man, I've been a fan of the show since day one. So I kind of spoke it into existence, man. I'm a oh. I'm a big um law of attraction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Type of guy, man. Um. And uh, anybody listening should go read a book called "As a Man Thinker" by uh, by James Allen. That's crazy. I, w- I just read that book. Right. Play like my favorite book. That's of all crazy. Time, my bro. dad gave that to me to For read. Real? Yeah, I read that three times a year. It is. It's a good one to read because yeah. it's short too. Short, bro. Yeah, short, bro. Wow. Yeah, that's man. So, man, when I first seen the show, we had just did a show out, and um, okay. obviously that's a show that really you know shows female empowerment, right. black empowerment, um, and, and it's about her kind of fiddling through her twenty somethings. And um, so that song, I was like, man, you know what, bro? It's been so cool. This song is on this show. Matter of fact, I'm going to have a song next season, and it's going to be on there. I ain't really know how it was going to happen <laughs> anything like that. Turned out, man, she reached out. She had her show out on wow. the Spotify playlist. Oh, wow. And was like, this is like one it's of my favorite songs. So from there, awesome. man, she was like, man, you know, shoot me over everything that you're doing in the studio. Wow. So, man, we, we had that that opportunity. So, you know, I'm, I'm really expecting that to be a dope one for me, man. Yeah. really excited about it. For sure. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I love TV and film, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, like, yeah, I, I'm proud of that one, man. So, I sure. talked a little bit more mm-hmm. about uh, the whole quote with as a man think of, so as a man think of in his heart, so is he. And how has that been impactful for you and music and just anything in career because sure. I know it goes beyond music too. Most definitely, um, it's it's a proverb. So proverb uh, twenty three seven, um, yeah. is actually actual pro- proverb. As a man think of so, um, in his heart, so is he. So, uh, yeah, man, that changed my life, man. That that was a book that helped me <laughs> helped me drop out of school. For real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because man, I was going through a a tough time to be honest. So, man, um, I I get this away. So, man, uh. From when I started out rapping at, at ten, uh, I I left conventional school, you know what I'm saying. Okay, so okay. like I was tutored and stuff on the road, like you know what I mean. Whenever I can get it in, right. And um, you know, uh, so I didn't really have that kind of conventional background, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, like uh, so uh, I went back to high school and um, like tenth, eleventh grade, um, graduated. Uh, I had a three point five GPA okay. when, I, when I graduated um, graduated with some honors and things of that nature went on to Morehouse but it was a thing of I felt uh, at that time man I felt like I was pressured Right. the music stuff wasn't really popping uh-huh. um, I had a situation that had just kind of folded you know what I mean mm-hmm. on me. um, and it was like all this pressure because everybody around me not everybody I, I grew up on the south side so it was I had a couple friends I was doing super well yeah. and I had a lot of people who weren't doing nothing at of all. Course, I course. obviously didn't want to be Part with them at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I still didn't feel like I fit in over there on the left either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because my whole life had been around music. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, you know, I'm going to go and just kind of see if it, it, it clicked. And I was like, man, what's my worth? You know what I'm saying? Like right. you telling me I had I don't work so hard for something, man, and I'm not gonna like get it. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I gotta quit now and kind of yeah. just figure out how to like you know get a job. You know what I'm saying? And just like they don't make sense for me. So when I read that that proverb, man, um, and, and I read that actual book, it gave me the confidence that nah, bro, you could change how you want it to be right now. It's really now. powerful. Like you you can do this. Right. You got the power to do this. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. nobody else control. What's gonna happen? Right, you know what right, I mean? right. Except you, you just gotta step to it. Yeah. And so, man, that that's it was super transformative. Yeah. It gave me that confidence yeah. that I needed at that time 
Um, yeah, man, it, it really it was my my food for real. Yeah, I mean, to everybody that's gonna be listening to this too, I think that's definitely a book you got to put on the list. Hey, go get it. That's because it's really true. Like, and I think a lot of people don't realize that everything around you and like your surroundings and your current situation is honestly a product of the thoughts that you think on a daily basis. And people don't put emphasis on you know the thoughts, and they sort of don't realize that the negative thoughts that you keep in your mind eventually you know make they become reality in the situations around you and you can really control your whole situation and your future just by the way that you think Facts. because that's what starts to align with your actions Facts. subconsciously so. and don't be afraid to cut people off <laughs> that's like, the key cut them out put them on mute you got certain people <laughs> for real who literally wake up man so a homie of mine um, was telling me my homie uh, my homie Doc Will was telling me the other day it's people who wake up every day and deny themselves the feeling of feeling great mm. And, like, that was powerful to me yeah, because yeah. I'm like, seriously, I ain't dead. Like, ain't nothing happened to me. I got my whole life ahead of me, right? right? Um, things could be better, but why am I denying myself at 7, 6 in the morning the feeling of feeling good? Why can't I just wake up and be like, yo, today going to be a real good day? Because once you start bad, then the whole day just whole follows day that wrong. suit. Whole day wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then you got people who hit your line and they just got, they caught up on, on a lot of Trivial stuff, right? A lot of stuff that really take away from your time, man. You got to just be like, you know what? I'm going to mute you. Maybe not even forever, my, but, that might be but my today. Today. <laughs> today, I don't need to hear you, bro. Exactly. Right. Today, it ain't urgent. Like, ain't nothing you telling me going to change tomorrow, right? So, exactly. today, I'm about to be focused on what's in my head. And I'm going to fill myself with all these positive thoughts and convince myself, right. really. Right? And I'm going to trick myself into feeling good. And then... That's man. I, I feel like for real. That's like one of the powerful. Really, that is powerful, powerful for real. Yeah. That is powerful. Thoughts are very powerful, and thoughts turn into things. So I'm glad we got to cover that. But uh, the last thing we want to really talk about is you personally and uh, music wise. What's your vision for the future, uh, and what's your vision with these new projects that you're gonna be working on in the future? For sure, um, man. I'm looking to uh, you know put out more music. Um, coming with an EP. Okay. Another okay. EP. Uh, uh, still working through the title uh, right now. Well, nah, I give it away. It's called Day One. Day, Day One. Um, you heard it here first. I'm going yeah. 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 <laughs> it's called Day One. Um, yeah, and so uh, it's just it's that start. You know what I mean? Okay. I started it. Started it. Started the journey. Uh, and from that, man, just you know, figure out where it goes from there. For real. Uh, you know, obviously we, we locked and loaded to go on this right, project. Right, right. Okay. Um, but you know, the, the the ones to come. You know, after that, you know, just kind of figure it out, man. I, I just want to be able to. You know, I, I I definitely know my my inner strategy mm-hmm. and I know my exit strategy mm-hmm. right now. So I'm I'm super confident. You know what I mean? I feel like I know exactly what I want to do um, and, and kind of how I want to do at least enough that I want to do um, and how I want to do it. So, you know, um, looking to be man, uh, I, I'm super inspired by like Ice Cube, Queen Latifah. Um, obviously, I said Jay Z, Puff. Um, you know, so. It, it got to be more than just creating. I want to be able yes. to, like, you know, lend opportunity to others, which is why it's important to keep my homies and my friends around and, True, and grow right. them as strong, you know what I mean? True. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and um, I'm glad to definitely meet y'all, you know what I mean? Because like, maybe we likewise. can start that, that same connection, exactly. you know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah. That same shareability, man, because, yeah, we, we going to be the, 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 future the future ones, the future outliers. I truly there. believe it, man. I you know truly I mean? believe it. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah, bro. we're definitely going to be looking out for everything. Yeah, I know. So, uh, we actually have some questions that we want to jump right into from uh, the listeners. Right. Um, so, I'll read the first one. This is actually from uh, Ben. 
And the question is, in episode two of the Young Moguls podcast, you guys talked about the amount of hate young entrepreneurs get in high school for their business ventures. Mm. And I was wondering about how to deal with friends who just want a piece of the pie or to be a part of something just to look good or feel like they are being productive. How do you maintain your friendship with people while keeping your business your own? Mm. So um, I actually want to kind of talk about that, and you can talk about that too with, with, your, with your music. Um, you know, I have friends in high school, um, well, throughout high school and even elementary and middle school because we've been doing entrepreneurship since we were 10 years old, and we've always had, you know, those friends that are always supportive, that are always um, checking out our products, checking out what, what new we have going on, how they can help. But then there's also people who are, who are there in your life that just, you know, want a piece of, uh, you know, what you're trying to, trying to do just to kind of, I don't know, hop on the wave, yeah, I guess you can hop say. Hop on the wave. And what I say to that is just obviously try to keep your, your friends and um, keep your friends separate in terms of um, letting them know, you know, what you're trying to do with your life. And you have to learn how to, like you said, cut people off in terms of... Put them on mute. Put them on mute, <laughs> right? Um, either they're, uh, you know, they're there with you or they're, they're against you. So um, that's what I really have to say to that. I mean, I agree. I think that for us it's been important... Especially when, you know, Young Mogul started to sort of get more popularity and things like that. First of all, I think it's important to notice the people that are with you from the very jump. So, like, when we first started Young Moguls and we would, you know, be in school just selling shirts in school and things like that, it wasn't like we were getting a ton of money, but we still yeah. recognize those people who was supporting us from the beginning, Most who was bad. buying the first shirt and wasn't always asking, hey, can I get it for free? They were willing yeah. to support and they saw the vision from the beginning. So, I think it's important to keep those people, you know, really cherish those people and value those people because that means a lot from the beginning. And I think as you continue to go forward and be more successful that you really have to know how to separate, you know, your personal and business, that friends and business can't really mix because if you do that, a lot of times you'll go broke and this business that you're trying to do won't be successful. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, especially in starting a clothing line because they want to just give away everything for, to their friends for free. For free, yeah. And people will ask, can I get a free shirt, a lot of things like that, but they don't realize that if you really do that, you really will go out of business very soon. So I think that you have to you know, learn how to separate it and that you have to be really careful about who you associate with business-wise. Like we said on the last podcast, the same way that you would be selective about the people that you you know hang out with or that you invite to your house or that you you know, do things with, besides the business, you have to be selective about who you want to make money with and who you let in on your projects and who you let impact that. So I think that you have to be selective and sometimes be willing to make the sacrifice that, you know, just because we might, you know, hang out and be sort of linked in our personal lives doesn't mean that it has to transfer to business if we're not aligned in that too. So what what would be your uh Most definitely. Um, the, it was a part of that question that I really wanted. What was the question again? Um, so I, said, I was wondering about how to deal with friends who just want a piece of the pie or to be a part of something just to look good or feel like they're being productive. For sure. Yeah, so to, to, to both of y'all point, um, like when you were saying, man, about the free stuff, right? Mm. Like if they really your homies, they're going to support you. Right, right. They know like, yo, you need this to, you know what I mean? Obviously, you're starting <laughs> off like, right. you know what I'm saying? Let, yeah. let, let's support. If they ain't got... $25 to really right, support right. you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, or either know how to go get $25 or hell-bent on finding options to mm-hmm. figure out how they want to support their friend and what, what, how, you know what I mean, how much friends y'all really are, you know what I mean? First, yeah, yeah. foremost. Secondly, man, when it comes to that just want to look good, man, I learned early on how to just, uh, I don't want to say use people, but that's kind of like what it is, yeah. right? Because, um, 
turn them into your turn them into your fan club. Right, right. Right. Turn that turn that person or that that group of people into the people that spread the word. Right. Make them feel apart. Right. That's cool. It's utilizing relationships. Utilizing relationships. Exactly. And it's a good look, right? So they want to look cool around you, but guess what? You look cool because right, right. you got them saying That's your name. That's a good point. So you it's structuring it in the right way. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, man. Same, same thing, man. I started something in high school when I was there for that three years called uh, the 500 Lifestyle. Okay. And uh, 500 Lifestyle, we had like six principles. So it was growth, wealth, prosperity, uh, humbleness, um, fly, and uh, strength, right? Uh-huh. And so uh, 500 Lifestyle, I, I kind of started like a crew neck brand. So I would throw in, like, throw on 500 on the crew okay. net, and I would just give them out around the school. And um, before you know it, man, I had everybody in the whole school with a crew net. So <laughs> what that did was, like, it was, like, my base. Like, John to tell you, like, <laughs> like, he, uh, like, he came, my graduation, it was, like, a lot of signs in the in the, yeah. in the whole thing, yeah. like, with finding the lifestyle. But what we wanted to do was, I wanted to promote that way of thinking, number right. one, because that was something that I was on. But number two, I know it would help me right. look good. Right. Because really, I wasn't really making no music at the time, <laughs> yeah. but I just needed something to, right, right. you know what I mean, make That's myself. That goes back to the brand power and things exactly. like that. Exactly. So now that when this stuff pop off, man, I'm, I'm sure a lot of those people, man, and I hope so, a lot of those people, my real good friends, they're going to come and they're going to really support right, what right, I got right. going on. Or at least they can help my story ring true. True. Because yeah. they're going to say, man, he was always on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, none of them really call me now and check mm-hmm. on how everything going or whatever, yeah. but, like, that's not what that relationship for. That right, relationship right. was a look. Yeah, exactly. On both sides. So ain't nothing wrong with people, you know what I mean, wanting to be around you for the look. Don't give them a piece of your business. Exactly. Baby. You know what I mean? Unless that's they that's really your intellectual in. property. Right, that's your business. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I've sure. always been especially like hesitant with that because especially, you know, a lot of people, Brandon probably got the same thing. A lot of people, you know, will start to be like, yo, let me get in on the Young Moguls or let us, let me, you know, get a position. But, People don't realize how many years of work has actually gone into, you know, into young moguls and into putting that effort in. Yeah. All the stuff before it really started to take off or before Steve Harvey even happened, right. it was a bunch of late nights working, a bunch of failures and a bunch of failures that we still run into now. So it's almost disrespectful when people want to be like, let me get on the project just to, you know, feel like they're being productive because yeah. you should be selective about it because you put in a, all your hard work and time into this so you should be very selective about who you let in on your project so I hope that's going to be very uh, helpful for some young entrepreneurs who are uh, running into that and I hope that answered Ben's question too yeah that was good that was good Uh, we have one more question um, actually specifically for you is um, how do you invest in yourself as an artist and this is from um, one of my friends uh, Kimo Beats he's a producer too so I was telling him that we're going to have an artist on the show and I wanted a question specifically from a producer's perspective and someone who's in in the music business and coming up in that area so So he was wondering how do you really invest in yourself as an artist what are the steps you take to continue building on your craft for sure uh you think he's talking about creativity or financial like should i just speak i think he's talking about sort of all of it okay yeah Yeah, um creative man uh put those hours in for real and i'm sure he you know what i mean doing that you know what i'm saying call himself chemo beats so when people when people approach him and he introduces himself, mm-hmm. he's gonna be expected to have some product. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And um and which is you know, super dope. Uh I, I like that his his name, first and foremost, let me know off the rip right. what he got going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's, true. that's, that's true. a good thing. That's a good brand strategy, you know what I mean, like we was talking about. Uh but yeah, man, invest those hours. You know what right. I mean? Like really put in that work as far as 
um, time and, and, and really sound. Like even to when we were speaking about uh, what's the next strategies as far as business and things of that nature, he got to be three, four years ahead of mm. the sound or what his sound is. What he going to add to the market that's a little bit different than the Metro Boomins and the Mike Will right, Maters right, and right. people of that nature. Um, and that don't mean, like I said, stop listening to them guys, but hybrid it. You know what I mean? Figure out what you could do to do it a little bit different or a little bit better. Um, when it comes to the business, everybody need a team. Yeah, yeah. Everybody need a team, man. So, um, you know, uh, people accepting records all over. So, you know, I don't know, but maybe he got some, maybe you got some friends, um, um, chemo who, who into songwriting. Maybe you got some artists who got a, a good pen. You know what I mean? Utilize all those relationships. Right, right. It might not be a song for them, but let them, you know, y'all be creative and think about how to write something right. for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of people. I, the list goes on. I got things that I want to give away. Right. You know what I mean? My team got things that we want to give away. Things that I done cut that ain't right for me that I want to share from yeah. somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So you can invest in yourself you know, um, on that, but, but that take a team, right? right. Um, obviously, equipment, I'm sure he, he already got that. Keep getting better equipment. Right. Every time you get paid for something, don't. You know, um, another thing, man, you, uh, like what's going on with the producers, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, a lot of producers not, you know, getting paid for their intellectual property, you know, up front. Um, so figure out a system that, that works for you, you know what I mean? Um, if you have that team, figure out how to be uh, a Dr. Dre of that situation. Mm-hmm. Don't just be the guy that is the beat maker, right. be a producer. Figure out how to hone this artist's skills right. and talent and then... Figure out the business side about what it makes sense for their brand. Now you really running a record label. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's that simple. You it's know what I'm saying? Providing the most value possible. Got to. Yeah. You so they're indispensable at that point. Most yeah. definitely. Can't yeah. nobody get rid of you. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? They they, they need you and um your 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 uh your brand is widespread. You know what I mean? Right. You could you could have your hands in so many different things from that. So that would pretty much, you know, be the advice that I okay. would give him on that. I love to hear some of the beats. Yeah, too. yeah. We're gonna send him your way because I think yeah. it'd be good to link him because he's He's from uh, Chicago, and he's starting to get a lot of popularity with beats, and I'm seeing how he's focusing a lot on his brand, and sort of like you were saying, not just making the good music, but building the whole brand as a whole, and using social media to really promote it, so I'll definitely have to link you to Yeah. So I think that was the last question. Yeah, that's all the questions. Um, So again, we want to thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, Before we actually even wrap up, um, if you have, you know, any advice for any aspiring artists, producers... Um, if you have, you know, you know, one piece of advice to give them, what would it be? For sure. Um, 50% music, 50% uh, business. Um, you got to make sure you sustain yourself throughout the whole process. Uh, stay, man, humble and close to the ground. Figure mm-hmm. out, you know, why you why you do it. If you, you come up with a good enough reason, then you won't quit. Because, um, you know, you need it and it needs you. So yeah, yeah. You find that purpose. That you know, purpose is double-sided. You know what I mean? Uh, we got our own individual purpose out here, but the world... The world needs us to have a purpose too. You know right. what I mean? So exactly. that's true. That's true. It goes that's beyond business. It's more, more important things. So that's Thanks. real powerful. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me. I'm definitely no problem. Uh, was of course, excited of to course. do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely glad coming on. Yeah, man. I can't. We I gotta can't have wait. you uh, read off social media and everything like okay. that too, and how people can get in contact with you. How they can hear more. Most stuff. Everything is um at Daytrius. So that's at D A E T R I U S. Um, D-A-E-T-R-I-U-S you just type that in man I'm, I'm a one of a kind you know, so everything will pop up from there so this is kind of off the cuff but I just got another question on um, on live that I think would be good to to ask so this person said how do you get it started when you have no money in your pocket and I think that's 
a real important question for a lot of people that run into entrepreneurship at a young age. And I want to answer. I want to start with you, Brandon, because I know we ran into this yeah. with young moguls. What's your answer? I think the one thing I can say about that is just utilizing your resources right. that you have around you. Um, when you, we were starting our first business, we really didn't have any money when we were no money. when we were selling our toys and games. So we kind of just um, well, if you guys don't know, we started a business when we were ten years old called Kids Toys Inc. So basically, like an online eBay where we uh, sold you know video games that we weren't really playing anymore, uh, different little knickknacks, and we were selling them online to. Um, the community to our friends and that was a way for us to uh, start getting money so so for our future businesses we would have some money uh, piled up and so I feel that you know a lot of people just need to if they have a business that they want to start but have no money see what you can do in your community mm. to kind of start getting some extra cash whether you may see in your uh, neighborhood people need their their uh, their lawns mowed or oh. they may need um, you know to provide a service for other people that um, other people may not do. Just find a, diff- uh, a way that you can do different, you know, side jobs, different different things um, in your community, for your friends, where you can uh, start gar- garnering other money so that you can use it for future projects. Right. So that's what I would I got two say. things to say on this. So first of all, I think you have to utilize the, the materials, the resources, and the people that you have right now. So I think, for example, when we started at a young age, we didn't really have all the tools, but we knew that you know, our dad had a computer, and if we wanted to make a website, we could use it when he wasn't using it, yeah, yeah. whatever. And if that wouldn't work out at school, we could, you know, find a computer in the library and use that resource. So whatever resources you may have, you got to sort of be smart and strategic with using those and finding them and using them. But I think that another thing, even more importantly, is know who you have uh, in your area or who you have in your connections that if you don't have the resources, they can let you use them or sort of link you to them. Well, so I think that... A lot of people don't realize how important your network really is just because that's, it's, that's everything. It's, it's everything. It's connected to you, too. So you might not have the money, but you might know somebody who can get you into contact with an investor or right. something like that. So And all the millionaires still doing that. Exactly. It's still doing <laughs> they that. still ain't using their own money. Exactly. exactly. It's all like yeah. my dad always says OPM is other people's money yeah. and learning how to utilize that. And on that same on that same wave, I think something to look into for young entrepreneurs is crowdfunding so when we were when we were starting young moguls brand we had a lot of expenses we had to pay for whether it was paying for the manufacturing or website paying for the website all this all these different fees that just be building up so i think that it's really good to use crowdfunding we use indiegogo where we could make this campaign we could you know show the the designs we had everything the vision for it and if people were into it and they wanted to see it come a reality they would be able to donate money to it and help it actually become a reality so i think that's something that it definitely makes it a lot easier that you can go specifically to the people who would be interested and if they want to see it become a reality they can donate to it so those would be my answers most definitely what do you think about this question man to be honest that's that's spot on and anybody listening that's literally the answer so so any any more time you you waste complaining or or, or trying to figure out how to do it right don't even waste your time just do exactly what exactly what was said because that's that's really the only way like we said earlier like in in today's society there's no excuses with technology you can get funding for whatever idea you have you just got to package it in a way that will get people's attention and at the same time use those resources so definitely so we appreciate all the questions that were sent continue to keep sending the questions for future episodes we want again thank Datrius for coming on the show Uh, shout out your single again that you have miss me at all it's coming soon Uh, coming real soon man Uh, really top of the top of September Uh, anything I got online right now is is there SoundCloud Apple Music uh, Tidal Spotify it's all accessible 
Yes, uh, yeah, go check that out. We ready. Day okay. one. Day, Day one. Is coming. It's coming soon. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. So again, we want to thank you guys for tuning in for episode number three of the Young Moguls podcast. We will see you guys very soon, and we are out. Let's get this money, man. She been chasing out that pipe, having too much life. I was saying, hey, she like to show out, and she's big and out of